0: What's up? Welcome to episode 32 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me is a man that may not have slept last night celebrating his Sydney Kings Championship win. It is a very warm welcome to my homeboy, Woody V.
1: Hey, Robbie. Yes, yes. No, you're right. I didn't get much sleep last night, bro. <laughs> looking
0: forward to hear all about it, mate, and um, I'm glad you made it on. So, um, look, I should tell all the listeners and the viewers there. So, I did get a message from you this morning, Wood, saying, I'm in a bad way today. Can we push the recording? <laughs> um, so, I'm pretty proud that you made it here, mate. Oh, well, thanks, well, buddy. Well, man. Um, how are you feeling right now? Oh, man, I,
1: I could be better, but, you know, it's not uh, every every year that your team wins uh, an NBL championship. So, you know, I just made sure that... Uh, uh you know had a good night last night and uh you, you can thank the champagne for the hangover brother so yeah but
0: rumors are you might be going to have a bit of a sleep after we after we finish recording oh no
1: not rumors bro it's, it's true
0: <laughs> no, no it's nice. well yep. congratulations on last night woods Obviously, thanks buddy to sort of go through our jersey stuff and then get straight into the nbl and hear, hear a bit more about it so for sure. i was very happy for you i've got to say i didn't make the trek out there last night i did say to you i don't know how keen i was as a a diehard Wildcats fan to be amongst the bandwagon there last night, but I know there's some legit fans there. But no, seventeen well thousand.
1: How many? Think, how many you think were bandwagon?
0: Uh, sixteen thousand <laughs> five hundred. Anyway, um, all right. So look, I should just say um before we sort of get into it um just the usual sort of um, housekeeping stuff. Um, please don't forget to watch the videos, like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to the audio, um, the podcast is available where all podcasts are found. Please make sure you like and subscribe. All right, Woods, so we'll get into a bit of jersey stuff, so we'll, we'll take it over to you. Who, have you. who are you rocking today for us? It have well, to be a King's jersey. Obviously. Of course,
1: man. It's only fitting, right? So um, let me just stand up and uh, maybe you can take the audience to the uh, background that I've got, the special background today as well. So. Yeah,
0: so Woody's got a special background set up with his little his little King stuff there, and he's wearing a whiny the Bullock jersey, so someone I. Like- Equally love, I think that's three grand finals in the last four seasons. I think is that right? Woods three grand final wins in the last four years for one or two. Yeah, last yeah, three or whatever it is. But anyway, wherever he goes, he seems to they seem to win there. So wherever um, he, he goes, you know, come on, man. Yeah. well, mate, three and four years. Yeah,
1: where, where has he been before?
0: Well, the best franchise. No <laughs> <industry, of course. laughs> nah. loving that indigenous jersey as well. Love that sort of collar. What they've done with that and everything as well. So yeah, tell us a bit about Wani. Woods. I don't know it's someone we both like. Yeah,
1: and no, we've spoken about him on the show a lot throughout the season, right? And um, as he said, you know, he he had those opportunities to play sparingly in, in Perth um, and coming to a, a system where uh, a new coach has, has put a lot of faith in him, even as as I spoke with him at, at the post-game press conference we spoke about recently. Yep. Buford's been really good for him. And, you know, he's been assigned the task of, of locking down you know, basically the best offensive player on the other team. And he's taken that um, as a challenge. And, you know, he's, he's playing 25 minutes a game throughout the season, started in most of the games for this team. Yep. And he's become a vital part of... You know the success of the Kings. You know we talk about all the big names that come around him and play their role. Um, are able to put buckets, uh, put up buckets. You know, um, one, he plays his role on the defensive end, and he's just comfortable doing that. You know, and uh, yeah, he's gone from strength to strength. And uh, I think he started off as an injury replacement, then got turned into a full-time player this year. And starting in the finals. Yeah, I don't know if they've locked him up yet from memory, but I don't think they have just yet with the well, contract. But, yeah. Is
0: there any chance the Wildcats can get him back? Look, I'll make a trade for you. We'll give you Kevin Wyatt and Kyle Zunich. You just give us money back. You get no, two I, players for one.
1: Oh. I think for one, he's developed to stay You know, in... In the hands of Chase Buford And he can grow even further It's going to be good for him So I hope he stays in Sydney Because we'll talk about it later this year But uh, later this episode But retaining some of that roster Is going to be really difficult for Sydney And uh, hopefully Wani is one of the easy ones to keep, keep. Yeah.
0: And tell us Woods I know you're loving that jersey You did have a little um, A little gripe oh. about it though right? tell her, tell her Yeah come story.
1: on Like seriously And like we've been talking about The NBL store right And um, sorry NBL store But you need to step up your game a little bit this is a, a special jersey, you know. It's a it's a custom one, which costs a little bit more. Yep. Like get Swakala Bullock on the back of the jersey. Yeah. You saw it, it says Swakala on there, and I've seen his jersey. They make his writing the writing smaller on the back, and they put Swakala Bullock on there. You know, Gilgis Alexander's on the back. We okay. saw Trimmingham's name on the back, right? Come on, man. Like hey,
0: I've got a Wani Wildcats jersey. I have. I don't know what cupboard it's in. I have to ch- actually check to see if I've got his full name out of that. i Yeah, that I was I was there. actually gonna ask you that because I know yeah. you've
1: got a Wani jersey, right? So I'll, um,
0: I'll let you know. And we'll talk about. It on Next week's show. Okay. I have a feeling it is the full name, though. I oh, feeling. man. Yeah, but anyway, like, nah, alright, I thought so I'd get it off. But yeah, great jersey, anyway, though, man. Uh, yeah, and the ind- indigenous jersey as well, as you would have yeah, spoken yeah, about, right? So, very, yeah. very appropriate to wear it today after the, the finals. Win, yeah, so definitely. Work there, mate. So, well, look, I'll go through my jerseys. I'm going the NBA theme again this week, so I'm doing a double. I thought I'd do the double Sacramento Kings this week, so I haven't shown a whole lot of love to them. Um, always been one of my favourite teams, the Kings. Um, so look, I'll see just the one you can see hanging up. It's a Chris Webber jersey that's so big, I think Chris Webber himself may actually be able to fit in that one. So I haven't worn that a lot myself. So um, so that's a Reebok home jersey from the early noughties. A um, little bit about Webber there. Drafted a pick one in the 93 draft by Orlando, where he was traded for Penny Hardaway. He went on to play for Golden State. Washington Sacramento Philly Detroit before ending his career with a handful of games back in Golden State where it all started yeah um, so look weber had some great accolades when I was looking at this I had a feeling it might have been more all-star games but anyway so he played um, five all-star games did you think he might have played more than I, that I definitely like, thought he would have played more nine, something like yeah that, you know? so for yeah, sure so five-time all-star five-time all NBA rookie of the year in 94 and also he was a 2021 Hall of Fame inductee um, of course, would you know I was a, a huge Michigan fan growing up. Absolutely. So, uh, yep. Weber's someone that I always had a lot of love for. I love the way he played as well, you know, being sort of a big guy that was such a great passer. And great a passer, guy, exactly. Guy, you uh, know, I was going to
1: say guy. that, right? Like, Exciting
0: yeah. those teams he was playing on with the Kings. So I guess to continue that theme, I thought I'd rock another Kings jersey today. Let's just say this one's a little bit more rare than a Chris Weber one, which I think everyone's probably got one of those if you're a jersey collector. So I'll stand up and show you uh, the one I'm rocking.
1: So everyone who can't see, Robbie's wearing... The Reebok, white, number 16, Peja Stojakovic jersey. Um, And what a legend, Peja Stojakovic. Teammate there of Chris Webber's on on those great Sacramento teams, Robbie. And uh, what a great shooter. What a great shooter, right? Amazing
0: player, wasn't he? So look just a little bit about Peja there. So 13 seasons in the NBA after getting drafted by Sacramento, a pick 14 in the 96 draft out of Yugoslavia. Um, Stojakovic... so known as Pager, his, his actual given name is Prodrag, so he's known as Pager. Um, he played with five different teams. Um, his accolades are pretty good ones. He was an NBA champion in 2011 with the Mavs, a three-time All-Star, which is not, not that far off Weber when you think about it. This is one that I kind of forgot about, but obviously I should remember. A one-time All-NBA, All-NBA second-team Woods. So yeah. that year he was in the top 10 players in the NBA, which is... He's pretty huge, I guess. I mean, well, what that
1: season, I remember guy. early on in the season, he got off to a flying start, and people were putting him in the conversation as a potential MVP candidate That's that year, true. right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Year, wasn't so no, full credit to him yeah. there. Um, he was also a back-to-back NBA three-point comp champion, 2002 and 2003. Um, he also made a big impact in Greece as a teenager, where he was playing prior to be drafted. So um Page is actually also a Greek citizen Woods. I'm not sure yep. if you knew that. I one. knew that. Was, I knew that. Married man. to a Greek girl. Um and look he was working in the Sacramento front office up until twenty twenty. So I think he's a smart man getting out of that front office. Um it seems to be a little bit of a, a wacky organisation with some of the stuff that goes there and everything like that. And anyways anyway, so that's a little bit about Pager um, so Chris Weber, Paige Stojakovic, Woods. What's my ne- next question going to be to you? Do I have bobbleheads of them? Yeah, of course. Well, I'd like to try. So of course. Chris Weber, loving this one, right? So this one, we've got that old school Sacramento. He's wobbling a lot, yeah. making some noise. So I love that old Kings jersey there. So Chris Weber, This one was actually a bit harder to get, just like the jersey. But check this one out. Paige Stoyakovich. Bobble i love hair. it love that, it that man. facial hair and the yeah. and stuff like that there actually so, does look like him not, it you actually know? does yeah. doesn't it yeah you see some that are kind of that generic you know white man black man sort of thing and they just sort of put a number in a jersey but that looks pretty good you've even got his sort of hairstyle and stuff like that so paige just seems to be enjoying his trip on the throwback hoops um show today so for so, sure all right good stuff woods so that's the jerseys taken care of so Look, let's get straight into some MBL talk. I know of you're course. dying to tell me all about last night and obviously and I must say, Woods, this is um and I'm not hanging any shit on you for this one as well, but this is the first time in our whole friendship. It's been spanning, you know, so long now that your team's actually won a grand final. So you've obviously seen me sort of celebrate it a few times. So yeah, so obviously, look for um, for those. Obviously, everyone will be aware the Kings completed the sweep last night of the Grand Final series with a tough nine point victory. I think Tasmania were up at every change, right? Yeah, um, yep. Kings came away with it at the end. Um, how are you feeling after this, Woods? Um, and you obviously, um, you know, getting that first title in seventeen years. What are your sort of emotions and feelings right oh,
1: now? Absolutely fantastic. You know, it was. I mean, I said it's one one of the happiest moments. You know, of my life. You know, pretty much. Right, like as an adult. Um, you know, 17 years ago, I was, you know, just 21, and it didn't mean as much to me. But basketball, and especially the NBL, has become more and more prevalent and important in my life. And my fandom of the Kings, you know, I was more of a, a, a Razorbacks fan early in life, right? So, um, for this to happen, it's just been amazing, right? And uh, the the Kings community has really got behind each other. It's a great little community we have. I'm not talking about the bandwagon jumpers, but the diehard fans, right? Um, and and you know, having a guy like Ian Clark. That's why you get a, a, someone like that. You know, normally when a, a Jalen Adams type MVP goes down, it's a big hole like left in your team. But if you have the luxury of being able to bring on an NBA champion, a guy who who knows how to you know run the offense and be a leader like Ian Clark, um, this is where where that experience counts. And we saw that in that fourth quarter. As you said, they were you know behind it uh, at every break. And in that fourth quarter, he just took. Uh, the game by the scruff of the neck and said you know give me the ball and i think he had like 11 points in three and a half minutes or something like that and uh um put the team on his back so uh yeah just 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 amazing man i'm really really happy and uh you know emotions got the better of me yesterday man i gotta say right yeah
0: hey, i gotta say Woods, you're holding this all together very well so far 10 minutes into the podcast after a man that's had very little sleep so I was actually hoping you'd be a bit worse off and I could get oh, some crap on you the whole show. So but, then I, I, there, but I told
1: yeah. you when we start talking about the Kings and you, you, you remind me about what happened last night, I'd, I'd find an extra wind, man. And haven't I found that? You haven't I found that? that? Thank yeah. you, brother. Thank so, you. Nice.
0: Yeah. So, all right, so a bit of a two-part question for you, Woods. I just wanted yeah. to see what your thoughts were on the role players, how important they were. So guys like Bruce um, and Glover probably were the main two and even a little bit of Wani there. And also the second part to that question is who do you think were the Kings' three best players during those three games?
1: Yeah. Okay. So the role players, we sp- we spoke about Wani, right? Just did a fantastic job throughout the series. Um, and Sean Sh- Sh- Bruce, let's let's give him a mention, okay? Because uh, he had seven assists in the in the in the previous game. No turnovers. Yesterday, just look at the box score. He had how many turnovers did he have? Eight, eight and two. So in his last two games, he's had fifteen dimes and two turnovers, right? Um, and plus eight. You know, he, 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 was last night and, um, you know, just, just, was it plus eight? Let's have a look. Plus four, he was last night, Robbie. So it's like, when Adams went out, you know, he might not have played that much, right? Because Ian Clark would have been in that bench role and, and Sean Bruce would have been the third-string guard, basically. Yeah. Um, but he's had to step up, and, and that experience, being in the league for so long, he hasn't let, let, let the Kings down at all. So, uh, just, being, just on that,
0: Woods, I'll be the first to admit, when I saw him playing a lot of minutes in that game, too, with Adams out, I was kind of thinking, oh, geez, they're going to take advantage of him. Because, honestly, I didn't totally love what I saw from Bruce during this season. I think nah, he was starting to slow down a bit, but... Full credit to him, that game game two and game three. He was vitally important there, made some real good decisions, so full credit to him. Obviously,
1: we've spoken about Maker stepping up and, and playing some really good basketball in the back half of this season. You've been watching the documentary lately, yeah, and you, you good documentary for really know how much talent the kid has, and he's got an, an NBA future ahead of him. You know He's got all the, the tools um, and the, and the skill set to make that leap at some point, so it's just a luxury having him as a role player on this team. And one guy i got to really call out here, Tommy Vardanovic right? He doesn't play much, right? He might come on for spot minutes here and there, but he hits big shots. You know, he's willing to take yeah, on that role. He missed
0: one of the world's easiest layups. Oh, players, he, he right? did. I'll, I'll give you that. that. He was yeah. huge. Yeah, getting offensive boards, plays a bit of an aggression in that, doesn't he? But yeah, no, he's a handy player.
1: Yeah, yeah and he's, he's been great. So, to answer your question, three best players for me? Uh, it's a tough one. I'm probably going to go... I mean, just... just over the three games or just yesterday, you want no, me to over use? The
0: three games. I'm gonna go Xavier
1: Cooks, so obviously the MVP. Yep. I'm gonna go Jarell Martin mm-hmm. and just Ian Clark over Diane Vasilevich. Yeah,
0: fair call. Cool. Just just yeah. Martin. I was actually thinking about that during the game last night. At Woods has he always been able to shoot the outside shot? I know he had a great year shooting the outside shot this year, but he seems like he's really worked on that part of his game. It's almost like an automatic shot when he puts it up. Nah,
1: he's terrific, man. Especially from the wings, you will not see him yeah. shoot many, many, many of those front on. But from the corners and the wings, he's 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 a very good shooter. And I mean, he had that skill set when he was playing at Memphis, you know, um, and. Uh, Yeah, I think he's the NBL three-point line being a little bit shorter hasn't hurt him either. Um, And uh, we were speaking earlier today. I mean, just seems like a really good guy. He's having so much fun at the post-poster. game celebra- uh, celebrations and he just just he's really enjoying himself So, he's so.
0: Like a, sort of quietly spoken sort of pretty humble sort of guy that yep, definitely. That sort of yeah definitely yeah so, no, all good would so right this is your time now if you've got any other thoughts comments anything else like that about the Kings um, I guess firstly as well just before you sort of answer that yep. do you see them sort of bringing this team back obviously yes. you know okay so I mean it's, it's sort of hard to say I mean you wonder with Adams getting injured whether that might have sort of hindered any potential chances, so there would have been a lot of eyes on that grand final. But you're confident you can sort of get the majority of that team back? It's not
1: going to be easy, you know. Like I was telling you, Dion Vasilevich is going to have op- opportunities to go play in Europe with that passport that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, you know, Jalen Adams and Xavier Cooks who are going to have interest from the NBA for sure. I'd be very surprised if both, both those two are back on the Kings next year, right?
0: Cooks, Cooks is too good for the NBA. No, nah, man, and that's like I'm saying that is massive credit to him. I mean, he. What he did in that game yesterday, such a complete sort of game. 23
1: points, you know, 13 boards, 7 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. Oh, man. And he's getting better at that free throw, you know what I mean? 7 from 9 last night, his shot looks a a, a bit stronger. So, I mean, a two-way player with that kind of skill set, I I mean, the NBA beckons for him. So, I think it's going to be difficult to keep this team together. I think guys like Jarrell Martin and Ian Clark, their NBA chances may have just pass them by now, right? Those guys are, you know, Jarrell's in his late 20s, Ian Clark's in his early 30s. I think like finding a home in Sydney and maybe locking them up on a two-year or three-year deal might not be the worst. I mean, Jarrell's already spent two seasons here. He likes it here, you know? Um,
0: Let's face it, pretty unusual for Kings imports too. We've talked about that on previous episodes. They don't normally sort of come back for more, but wouldn't that be amazing if they could bring back, say, at least two of those imports? I mean, it doesn't normally happen. Um, yep, definitely. Yeah, obviously it's going to be hard to beat next year. I mean, I think probably both the makers will be gone, won't they? One maybe to. The I think Matour Maker gonna, might stay, but not sure where the other one's going to end up. I don't even know if he's good enough for the NBL to be complete. Yeah, us, he's but, DNPCD yeah, a lot, right? Exactly, exactly. But no, nah, so all right. Well done, Woods. You know, look, I often give you sort of crap about Sydney with you know the creative accountant with their salary and all those other sort of things, and I do like to mention that it's you know been six grand final wins for the Wildcats since that last one the kings won in 05 but full credit to them definitely the best team this year it was deserved um i've heard a few haters come out there and say oh there's a slight asterisk they actually played tasmania no, i don't i don't sort of agree with that theory at all um you know. i mean we had to beat illawarra to
1: get there man you think about it we won 19 of our last 21 games right yeah. and the two games that we lost we had uh and Adams out with a little bit of a flu, right? And and if it wasn't for an Ian Clark foot on the line on that last game, we would have won twenty out of our last twenty-one games. It's incredible, man, Four, right? Yeah. Awesome.
0: Why don't we just take a quick little minute before we move on? We're just going to go through our predictions that we did earlier in the year and okay. show how bad they were. Just want to maybe spend like a quick minute, uh, Woods, on on the Jack Jumpers there and just sort of mention them. I think it was an amazing season there. Geez, it was. It was sad turning on the TV last night and seeing that McVeigh and Chris Levitch were both out. It's like, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely, yeah. I thought some of their guys stepped up, some of these you know, real no-name sort of bench players there. Jock Perry. Been, <laughs> Jock Perry. Jock Perry. He comes on like, air his first shot, then he just gets everything off that. He was yeah. just walking at the opposition and everything. But um, the one that I sort of... I don't know whether you noticed it more being at the game, but Josh Adams there, was he, he was on a real minutes restriction. So I actually think he may have been one of those... They said there was two players that were playing that were sort of going through this illness as well because... He was off way too much, That that just didn't seem right. Matt Kenyon as well, only played yeah. five minutes, so I think he would
1: have definitely been affected by that, right? Like
0: um, Josh Adams is ridiculous in that series, seriously. He was ridiculous. so fun to watch. I mean, I, I had two people that were attending their first NBL games last night, so not a big shock there with the NBL fans, but two people that basically said, Josh Adams, this guy is absolutely legit, you know, sort of people almost sort of shocked that he was here sort of thing. But yeah. You know, Really fun to watch, isn't he? I took my friend
1: Wilfred to his first ever NBL game and Wilfred said, man, why isn't this guy in the NBA? So same, same thing, man, right? Just watching him yesterday, I to, right? I yeah.
0: used to watch Wilfred on TV. He's that dog, right? <laughs> oh, um, that a
1: different, Wilfred? A different uh, Wilfred.
0: Anyway, all good. Well, I thought we might go into where our predictions here, Woods. So... Uh, I think it was episode eight when we had the great um joseph core from the nbl pocket podcast on Uh, we decided to go through some nbl predictions um so i've got sort of yours and mine here look okay let's do it full disclosure so we made eight predictions each so eight categories so out of the total of 16 categories we got one right one (laughs) and full credit to you woods that was you picking your your kings to, to to win the grand final there so i'll just sort of go through them quickly just to see how sort of far off or anything we were so uh for the champions Look, I had the Wildcats, you had the Kings. We were not really gonna not do that, weren't we? So I think that was yep. fair enough. You know, no one really saw what would probably happen for the Wildcats this year and all the rest of it, but well done on getting that one right. Um MVP, I was obviously way off with Joe Chee. I think that was a little bit tongue in cheek that comment there. But I think he was he was still pretty pretty legit this season. Um you took Vic Law, who, you know, he was good as well, but just he just couldn't seem to just avoid these injuries for the I mean he
1: he, he would he would be in that Top echelon, you know? He's, yeah. he's not far off, like, you know, top five players well, in the it league. Was all, NB, all NBL, wasn't there it? There you That's go. the top five there. Yeah. So,
0: no, absolutely. So, not a bad one. Um, scoring leader. So, I had Tyler Harvey. So, I didn't sort of envisage him, you know, because he was third in scoring the year before. He it was obviously a bit down this year, and he needs to work on his shot selection, honestly. if I played with someone that took shots like that, I don't think I'd be that pleased. Yeah. Um, you had Josh Adams. So yeah, let's just
1: have a look at the points leaderboard. I just want to have a quick look to see what they came. So, Josh Adams is in one, two, three. Four five six, yeah, and Tyler Harvey's in one, two,
0: three, four, five, six, Um. Interestingly, after you talk about Josh Adams, your exact quote on episode eight was do you remember what you said?
1: Uh, tell me,
0: you said, Well, the Tasmania will probably not make the postseason. So, look, I'm not sort of having any, hanging anything on you. Oh, yeah, we all predicted I'm not the only know. one who you said know, that, yeah, exactly right. right. So, um, all right, six, man. Um, I think I was definitely the closest to this one. I had Xavier, Rath, and Mays on this one. So he, I think he made the top three, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Make it, so that was a pretty decent one. Yours was a little bit further off. You had Jeremiah Martin for that one, but... Obviously all the stuff that happened with New Zealand this year was a little bit sort of hard to predict. I don't know why they
1: even let go of him and they got brought in like Chasson Randall who's yeah, just yeah. an absolutely terrible when Martin was actually all right, you know. That's like, strange
0: actually. Yeah. So next one's COVID. Hey hey, so New Zealand News quickly. Yeah, you wanna give yeah, so good segue. No, you can give the news. Yep. Oh New
1: Zealand news. So Dan Shamir stepped down and uh his uh, very eccentric assistant. Modi Mayor, is that how I say his name? I think yeah, it is, I'm right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's taken over. So while well, we're there, I just thought I'd touch on that, right? Uh, I've got yeah.
0: the impression it might have been one of those um jump before you were push type thing for, for Shamir. It always yeah. looks good when you can say it was a mutual sort of decision and stuff like that. But oh, I was yeah, would have been shocked if they yep. brought him back. But yeah, a lot of people saying, oh no, you got rid of one slightly crazy coach and now you brought him one of the craziest ones. So he could be interesting to watch on the side. He'll be fun next year. He will yeah. be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but anyway, back to that. So coach of the year, I had the, the great Brian Gorgian for that one. So I think it's a pretty pretty fair prediction. He had a, a great coaching season again. Um, you had Adam Ford. So, again, not a bad pick. I mean, cans are way down in the in the um, table there. But, geez, what he got out of some of those players? So, yeah, right? so many like, players developed. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think he... Yeah, full credit to Adam Ford there. Done a great job, yeah. Um, Rookie of the year, we both had Luke Travers. Um, pretty disappointing. I've got to say that Luke Travers didn't win. I think he had everything sort of in front of him. People were still shocked that he was eligible, but he just... He didn't get it, didn't he? Um,
1: no, and I mean, like... No one would have picked Bull Call, you know, to uh, come out of anyway. Uh, just on Luke Travis, he's been invited to the G League Ignite Camp. I saw one of yeah. forty players who will try out for the NBA Draft Combine, right? And he's the only international player included there, so he's got an opportunity to see what he can what he can do, right? So, yeah.
0: It makes you wonder whether the G League might kind of be his his destiny type thing. Um, yep. Anyway, we we'll, we'll like to see. I think, like all Wildcats and probably NBL fans, everyone's sort of hoping he goes far, but I'm just not. I'm not sort of too sure. He regressed
1: him. this year, I would say.
0: He really did, and again, is there any yeah. of that on the coaching? I'm not going to go on another Scott Morrison there. I <laughs> Any of those this season? For sure. Um, defensive Player of the Year, we both had uh, your boy Tajir McCall. Um, so look, he was probably unlucky not to get that. I reckon he was certainly had a, had a great season, very think, so. good. Um, so not not far off there. Um, most improved, I thought both of our most improved were pretty close as well. I mean, I had Angus Glover, your boy there, who I think had a pretty solid season and was definitely a contributor in that final series. You had JLA, so I think you had him for most improved. I don't think even you would have sort of seen the season he had there was obviously third in the MVP voting there and it was, you know, an absolute beast all season, wasn't he? And as much as I love
1: Keanu Pinder, right? And he did deserve the most improved player award, yeah. J L A just pretty much his stats just went up, you know, exponentially this year from last year. So he was very close.
0: We said the same about Cooks. I mean I'd love to see Cooks and JLA in the in the big league in the NBA next year and sort of, you know, putting Australia on the map again there, so all right, so that's NBL. Look, I mean, obviously, you know, we'll sort of touch a little bit more on the NBL during the NBL offseason. We've got about five months now until the season starts, so it's a little bit depressing there. But we'll obviously try and, you know, with our episodes, keep people sort of informed with, you know... It's only four and, months, you know, only four
1: months, basically, because it's the preseason starts in September, right? Okay, so that's true. Yeah. right,
0: we'll get a little fix when the preseason comes back, so yeah. all good. So, all right, Woods, well, we're going to move on to the NBA next, so um, pretty okay. interesting. I sort of had in my notes there... Oh, you know, just, just one sec. Let me let me, yeah, let me yeah, just stop
1: yeah. you this quickly there, Rob. Mm-hmm. Let's call out Joe Core, RJ Hunter, and uh, who did he have as sixth man of the year from New Zealand? I'm just trying to think. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe and RJ Hunter as what scoring leader? Something like that. Okay, Joe. I mean, I know tongue in cheek, Joe Chief from you, but Joe Core, I gotta call you out there, man. <laughs>
0: Hey Woods, his internet was playing on that day. So maybe <laughs> he actually didn't say those words. Maybe we misheard him right. So. Yeah,
1: JC, just, just joking, man, you know? But yeah, yeah I just hey, Everyone
0: it. as well, check out that latest episode of your pocket podcast where, um, where Joe's interviewing our. Friend of the show, Body Nodge as well. I thought that was a really interesting podcast talking yep. about Body's book and everything. Yeah, so about his book, yep. Definitely recommend everyone checking that one out. Absolutely, so, yep. All right, so let's get into some NBA. So what I was saying, we're sort of halfway through this round two of the playoffs. Um, Look, personally, I don't think the, the games have been amazing, but I do think they've got a little bit better now. I think they started off pretty slow there, so... Um, look, obviously, there's been a lot of blowouts and games that probably weren't that exciting to watch, but that first game today, um, you know, Boston against Milwaukee, what a game that was. Um, yep. Giannis and Drew Holiday just coming up so big, Bobby Portis getting a huge 14 and 15 line there, but... Yeah, you know, anyone that watched that, the Celtics were up, I think, 14 in the last quarter at home. They were, yeah. Basically lost. And do you think that Drew Holiday might have been taking that defensive player that you think a little bit personal by you know, what he did on those last two possessions for the Celtics there on D? Which... Definitely. Like him and Marcus
1: Smart going at it, you know, that was just amazing to watch. And, uh, you know, that's that... Just... He values the defensive end so much, Drew. He you know he I mean, prides he himself that, on that. Too, didn't he? Yeah, he had like four threes. Yeah. Is,
0: it's always good if Drew's hitting the threes there. So, would you say that's been your favorite series that's, to watch so far? Yeah, and
1: to be fair, that's the one that I've, I've been able to watch the most. I did actually watch a couple of the uh, the Phillies' nice fight back when they get Embiid back. I told you that that they would be with Embiid a um, a, a nice matchup for Miami. And you know, from two nil down, the series is now at what three two Miami's way, right? Yeah.
0: Well, on that, yeah. yeah. So, in terms of the. So, we're recording on Thursday, the 12th of May. Yep. Um, Woody's still awake after his all night of last night. So, again, full credit there. But the four series as they stand right now. So, yep. as we mentioned, the Bucks are up 3 2. The next game in Milwaukee, so a chance to close that out. Um, Heat Sixers is Heat 3 2. I don't know, that's been an awful series, that one. You know, there's been so many sort of big lopsided home victories Absolutely, there. yeah. Um, the Suns and Dallas has been pretty interesting. So, obviously, Suns are up 3-2 with that next game in Dallas. So That was a blowout they, yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yesterday's games are just awful, weren't they? Um, and we should we should comment on the last series, the Golden State-Memphis series. So, I think a lot of people may have expected Golden State to wrap that up today, but that series is now 3-2 after a 39-point win to Memphis today without Ja Morant. So... This just, again, I don't know what's going on with Memphis without Jar Moran this year. They always seem to have a way better record without him than they do with him, which is just strange. But, I mean, to me, that was one of those classic home games there, Woods, where all the the role players kind of step up and play better. Like, you know, guys like Melton, Brandon Clark, sort of guys coming on like that that were just, you know, in double figures there. So we may not see that when they go back to San Francisco for that um, game six. Um, but... Yeah, I was pretty surprised. So you know, obviously, Golden State can wrap it up at home in that next one and, and finish at four two. But very surprised with that result today. Um, got any other thoughts on this this second round so far? Woods?
1: Yeah, as you said, the games have just not been as entertaining as I would have liked. Uh, a, 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 apart from the one series that you mentioned, and to be fair, like as I said last week, I haven't, haven't had a chance to watch that much of the NBA in, in the last week or two because of things being busy in the daytime, but you know, like now that the NBL's over and you know things are settling down a little bit, um, I'm gonna get a chance to watch as much as I can and and, and focus my attention towards it as we it as like the season it finishes. Up a bit of spare
0: time, doesn't it? Because I know like 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 me Woods, you probably watch every nbl game i think we've yeah, all season we always do, I do and we yeah. and so most of them gonna, yeah gonna free up a bit of spare time for a because with, with the kings
1: obviously being in the playoffs i'm so been so invested in it and yep. focused on that that it's and you know we've been actually covering a lot of nbl in our podcast recently as well so you know having that research as well you know yeah
0: absolutely no, very good well that, that's a bit of a segue there so what we're going to do yeah yeah what do you
1: got let's make a quick mention for our ex atlanta hawk who passed away
0: yeah yeah, so yeah, Adrian Payne there, so um, our first round draft pick, um, I think it was around 2014 with the Hawks here, yeah, he was tragically um, killed in a, in a shooting early hours of the morning, and I believe in um, Orlando somewhere, I think it might have been Florida, somewhere around there um yeah former sort of michigan state spartan there adrian payne um look didn't have an amazing nba career or career with the hawks we ended up trading him on to minnesota where he yep. still had a couple of years there and i was actually mentioning to you woods in that trade to minnesota which actually got a draft pick which turned out to be none other than red velvet kevin Herder there so actually probably a trade that worked out well for the hawks but yeah look absolutely rest in peace to adrian Payne. we know that did affect draymond green considerably there they were real close obviously you know played on those two michigan state um ncaa sort of finals appearances and everything so yeah and also while we're at the, with the rest in pieces there what about um, bob lanier as well yeah right? um, yep absolute legend of the game i was listening to a few podcasts about him today and actually a great sort of humanitarian and someone that really sort of promoted the sport of basketball around the world so yeah bob lanier there um, the man famous for having size 23 feet yes believe that so and he was a 20, 20 and 10 career averages there so yeah absolute legend of the game um tragically passed away at age 73 i believe so yeah that was a good call there woods um rip to, to obviously adrian Payne and uh, bob lanier all right so i thought i'd go into the next bit wood so now obviously the nbl's finished um you know obviously we're both really getting to the nbl one this year and obviously what a great sort of um, competition we've got there so what i thought we'd do we just do a little sort of nbl one yep. sort of talk each week we'll do this sort of each week going forward now um so what i wanted to sort of do obviously there's six nbl one conferences so for those that haven't been following because the nbl takes up a lot of the time here's your chance right get into it um you'll see how many of those players that you were watching on nbl games are actually involved in this great nbl one league so i sort of um watched a little bit of this round three in the nbl one north uh, last weekend woods so nbl one nbl one north is the queensland teams plus darwin right so um thought i'd read out a few names that were playing in the round last weekend and um you might want to get comfortable here woods and listen to some of the names i'm about to read here right? Yep. okay these, all these NBL players featured in this NBL one last weekend. So we've got Isaac White, Max McKinnon, Mason Bragg, Jason Cadee, Lamar Patterson, Anthony Drimich, Mitch McCarron, Kawat Noy, Tamiri Wigness, Todd Blanchfield, Kendall Stevens, Isaiah Moss, Ben Eyre, your boy Mirko Jerich, Brendan Tees, Rasmus Back, Max Curl, Tad Dufelmayer, DeAndre Daniels, and Kyron Galloway. Now, how is that a list of names there, Woods?
1: One name you just mentioned there, Kendall Stevens, right? Mm. Son of Everett Son of Stevens, Debra, yep. yeah. And like, just a great shooter. You know, maybe lacked a little bit on the defensive end, but I was really surprised after being let go by Southeast Melbourne that no one else picked him up because shooting comes, cool. shooting comes at a at a high, pro, you know, it's very important in in this league, you know, and outside shooting specifically. And Kendall can bring that to the table. So I think some of these guys, Lamar Patterson. Uh, kendall stevens as you as mentioned could be playing for an opportunity at another contract in the league right yeah there'll
0: be a lot of eyes on this obviously we know the coverage is really good you know the nbl1 website you can stream every game live or on demand now um so i recommend people check out those um but yeah what a great list of names i was sort of just going through a few of the other conferences i think this one may be the strongest actually i think the um the the south one with the sort of all the melbourne teams there's a lot of those guys are going to start to play now that you know obviously the, the, top, the united season's finished um but, yeah, there's a few ones, like I was looking at the the central one where Ad- the Adelaide teams, and they're pretty ordinary. There's a lot of teams with sort of – I say ordinary. I'm sort of looking at it from players that have sort of played an NBL point of view. Um, but, yeah, that's obviously that NBL um, one north there would. So probably the standout teams. It's only two rounds into it so far, but it look to be Townsville and Gold Coast. So Gold Coast, as I mentioned, with Jason Kadee and Lamar Patterson. I mean, you put those two guys in your starting five, you're probably a pretty good oh, chance yeah. to go all the way. Um from a local point of view, Woods, um, obviously I'll probably touch a little bit on the NBL 1 East. Um, as we've talked about, I don't want to sort of do it to death, but I am commentating the Hills Hornets games who are in the NBL 1 East. Yep. I'm having an absolute ball doing that. So um, obviously the GOAT, Lauren Jackson, put up perhaps her best game yet last weekend with 41 and 13. Yeah, I saw that. Um, in about 20 minutes. Um, that was a pretty cruisy 52-point win over Inner West there. So Aubrey actually haven't lost hasn't lost a game since Jackson started her comeback. Look, they're probably my tip to win it all now, I think. Um, in the men's, in the NBL One East, um, Illawarra and Albury, two very strong teams that I recommend people checking out. Um, Illawarra's got some ex-NBL guys, um, or the current guys like Gax playing, Lucas Walker, um, Oscar Foreman sort of playing, and they've got an amazing import Kiwi Gardner who I saw live in the flesh a couple of weeks ago. He He's probably a chance to be in the NBL. He could probably get a job as an Adelaide 36 is important would outshine the, <laughs> the, the crap they've dealt up for the last couple of seasons. Um, and, yeah, so basically they'd be the teams we're looking out for there, Aubrey and Illawarra. So both teams play a really exciting brand of basketball. Um, and Yeah, as I said, just a reminder, every game is live and on demand on the NBL One website. Plus, there's also a game of the week um, each week on KO Sports on the Freebies channel as well. Yeah, so, you called the
1: game on KO the other day, didn't you? Yeah,
0: the, the Aubrey games. That was great fun yeah. doing that. I had some, some good feedback about that, so thank you for Yeah, on, on,
1: for on national TV, TV, Robbie, you nice know. Nice there, that's right. Mo- uh, move, moving on up, brother. That's right, mate. Oh, so, so tell me about one thing. Patrick Sanders, 38-year-old, ex-Sydney Kings, important a, and, a, and a fan favorite when he was here in, at the Kings. Yeah. He's now playing NBL 1.
0: He is. He's playing in the NBL one of so he's playing on the same team with Anatoly Boas. You're on there right. as well, so um, I'll probably get you down to some of these games. I think we, uh, so. The Hills Hornets are playing Bankstown this week, and then they've got like a five-week break. Wood, so I won't be doing any commentary when, for five weeks. But when's the game this week? Seven thirty Saturday night. So there's uh, no women's game, just the men's game. I'm team. at Big Prabs
1: fortieth man. I can't make it. <laughs> having another big night out. Uh, it's Big Prab's fortieth yeah, man. I gotta, gotta,
0: gotta go. A friend of the podcast. Yeah. Friend, yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'll get you on board next month. I've got some sort of big games coming up, and um, you know, playing. Teams like Canberra, Central Coast, Sutherland, um, North, uh, to name a few, that'll sort of be coming to town there. So we'll go to some of those. All right. Have you got enough energy to do this? Um, yeah, man. I've been like good today. Segment? How good have I been? You've been really good, actually. Kind of surprising, actually. And I was kind of, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say disappointed. I was hoping to just annoy oh. you. A little more, but you've been on the ball. So yeah,
1: because, you know, I just, you know, just happy, uh, man. You yeah, know,
0: that must have been a good coffee out as well before so. uh, Yeah,
1: double d- double shot as well, yeah. In, in, out of the throwback, oops, mug, nice. mind I tell you.
0: That's the first time I've had um, a drink like coffee. Smart ass.
1: Smart ass. Smart ass. All right. Smarter, all right. Uh, yes. So, uh, getting a 15 random packs. I think I mentioned that last week. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, have we'll have some, have some mix variety. Of all brands, right? A Mix of all brands. So, we'll have, awesome. some, have some variety. Yep. Um, and this is the last one of these packs, which are the tops 93, yeah, 94. Yeah. These have been great. As you mentioned, the one with the special gold card in there, right? Yep.
0: Or you get two occasionally if you like. Occasionally you, you get two? Yeah. yeah,
1: but the quality of cards we've got out of these packs have been brilliant. So, okay, All right, looking let's forward see, see how we go. go. See
0: if we get any XNBL players. That's been a bit of a theme lately.
1: Yeah, yeah we have. So we have, haven't we? we? Yeah. quite a few XNBL players, man. Mm.
0: They sealed
1: that pack well, haven't they? Yeah. So, just, yep. Another stitch up, brand new, nice. as I say every week. Nice. Okay. I think we've already got this card before, okay? Um, Indians eat...
0: What did you say, sorry? Oh, um, Del Curry.
1: No, 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 no. Philadelphia. Michael Curry. Michael Curry. Curry. I think we've got this very card before, have we? Why have they? yep. Oh, if not in in another...
0: Detroit was also involved in the NBA. NBA sort of, um, what do you call it? CJ McCollum's doing it now, like kind of the the union thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep.
1: Oh, this is awesome. He won a championship yesterday as part of the King's front office. This is his Minnesota Timberwolves oh, card. Wow. Center. Lucian
0: Longley.
1: It sure is. Luke yeah. Longley. That's awesome.
0: Oh, that's a, okay. This is Maybe just card there. Yeah. before the
1: Bulls days, Got you know? Right. Yeah. I'll
0: show us the back of that card, Woods. Nice. He was a quality foul shooter, so I'm pretty sure that free throw would have gone in as well. Hey, that's one jersey neither of us have for this quite good collection we've got, it, right? A Minnesota Luke Long. Yeah, i got a Phoenix one. i got a Phoenix and a New yeah. York. Um, yeah. A couple of Chicago's, but no oh, yeah. Minnesota. It's on the list.
1: All right. I love this guy, okay? Would have been the next Michael Jordan. That's what everyone said about him, right? High flyer, right? Had a short-lived career uh, in the league. Minor. Harold Miner
0: we both got his jersey, I believe, from we, we? we do. We do. haven't so, got that yet. We'll have to pull out a Harold one day.
1: So tell me, why did he never yeah. eventuate to be the player that, you know, everyone thought it's he would strange be? strange one, isn't it? I mean, the first yeah.
0: one that comes to me might be that he just didn't have that, that will or that drive to succeed, like some of his um, contemporary sort of people have been. Um, I think he obviously was one of those players that might have peaked early with his athleticism there, and, you know, potentially that stopped him from working on other parts of his game, namely shooting, that obviously never sort of improved there, but yeah it's a shame isn't it you certainly with someone that was predicted to be that good to have that sort of little an nba career is pretty pretty strange
1: potentially the greatest two-way center of all time on both ends of the floor John probably <laughs> um
0: greatest the, the, night
1: the dream alasha Wan.
0: nice now woods i noticed your internet just went bad again is there anyone in your house watching netflix again or are we all good
1: no, I think we're all good.
0: Okay, all good. He's about to block that shot as well. Is that Shaq? Or...
1: That is Shaq.
0: It is. Yeah, nice. Geez, like he's got the step on him on that one. Yeah, what a great player he was. Okay, so we
1: got his card in the gold version last time. As, as I said before, to and, and Andrew Canyon loved it, the quintessential white guy. Who am I talking about? Than that. What time? We, we pulled his card in the last tops pack When we had two right We had the Glenn Rice gold Talbot? Yes Tommy Tolbert Wow that's a random card that one too isn't it It's really? the same one we got last time yeah. Right but the, we, the we got, we got the, go- the gold so we got no the go-
0: gold card yet right
1: Yep Not, no gold card yet Okay Love this guy Played with the Mavericks um, 6 foot 8 um, Had a pretty decent career um, initially he was a really good football player, um, and then he transitioned to basketball. Um, it don't matter if you're black or... Um, so someone
0: white. Someone white. Oh, Randy White? Randy White! Uh, that's a name I haven't thought of, thought of for a while, they were rocking that 52. Yeah, he was pretty
1: solid, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure I have his rookie card. In that f- initial ever first, I think eighty nine Skybox with the gold gold background that Stewie loves, you know. Nice. I thought you yeah.
0: had his jersey there for a second. I no, say, no, oh, no I've really got strange. I've got his
1: rookie card. I'm sure Stewie has it too. But yeah, nice. um, all right, man, probably one of my favorite ever point guards, my f- favorite little guys of all time. Right, New York City. All right, uh, left hander. Okay. Had a, had a good NBA career. Had had some struggles after his career with with alcoholism and and other things. Great documentary out on him, right?
0: Ah,
1: Kenny Anderson. Again. Kenny Anderson, and we got the gold card. Ooh, gold, Kenny
0: Anderson. That's a nice card there. That's, yeah, he was he was good to watch, wasn't he? For those yeah. those uh, years where he was really firing there. Definitely one of my favorites, man. Yeah, you're yeah one
1: Point one. guards of all time, you know. So got a jersey of his yeah. as well. I'm sure you do. Yep. Okay, um underrated player, you know. Um we've pulled this card in a in a in a in a previous pack. I think maybe even last week we pulled this card. Okay, his career spanned many years. Um he made a couple of All-Star games, played for the Clippers, Bucks, Spurs, had a storied career, 6 foot 9, you know, really powerful guy. Um
0: Clippers, Bucks and Spurs, by
1: a cricket player from the West Indies was Anderson who? Uh, oh, Terry Cummings. Yes, yeah.
0: Terry Cummings.
1: Wait, how am I getting cricket clues? I haven't watched
0: a, a ball of cricket since
1: the 90s. So you obviously know who Anderson Cummings is, yeah, yeah, though, no, right?
0: no, no, yeah. <laughs> yes, Well done, well done.
1: Okay, uh, Bucks forward. Yeah. Um, I like this guy. Played with, I think Eric Murdoch and, and the, those teams. Do you know what I mean? Um, was it Eric Murdoch, the guy that the point guard on that team? Um, six foot eight. Played with the Clippers as well for most of the early part of his career. Uh, and free agency, he signed a, a good contract with the Bucks. I'm talking about what
0: number?
1: Number three.
0: Number three. Not got any
1: other clues. Kenny Norman.
0: Oh, former Atlanta Hawk too. Yep, I should have yeah. said that. Yeah. Oh, I I <laughs> if you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a solid player. Actually. He was, man. a good scorer as well. So yeah, yeah, if you look at his scoring averages, yeah,
1: 18.1, 16.1, 17.4, 15. Man, guy's putting up good numbers, right? Yeah. Basket, didn't he? Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we've, we've pulled this guy's card quite a few times. Teammates you know, with Alvin Robertson. me with Orlando Woolridge again.
0: I'm
1: not getting Teammates done. with Alvin Ro- Robertson. Um, he, he, he was nicknamed this because, oh, and you've correct. told, you've told the story why this buck, oh, Theodore,
0: Theodore, Blue
1: Blue Edwards. Edwards. And for the audience who haven't heard, maybe missed that episode. Where did he get the nickname from Robbie? So
0: he was basically choking as a kid and a family member found him and they're like, oh man, he's going blue. And they kind of panicked and that. And for some reason the name blue just stuck there. So to be honest, Theodore is probably not the greatest name in the world. So I probably would have taken the name. Does it mention Theodore on that card or is he just Blue Edwards all over it?
1: Yep, just Blue Edwards.
0: And that might be a, a, a prompt as well for me, Woods, to, to pull out my number 30 Blue Edwards Bucks jersey and rock that one episode. Oh, that. That's a very rare one. I've got. Damn, I didn't know you had hard, that. It was hard to get that one. I definitely don't have a Blue Edwards bobblehead. I apologize in advance now. But nice. All right, we, we're going to
1: gonna, we're gonna finish it off with two great
0: yeah,
1: go. Golden State Warriors. Okay? The first one was known for his killer crossover. Ooh, All right? His cool. son is currently in the league right now. I'm talking about?
0: the utep two-step
1: timmy hardaway tim hardaway senior nice that's a random card isn't it yeah
0: nice nice great player timmy
1: okay you talk about great golden state warriors
0: Manu, this man
1: was an absolute freak of an athlete right we've actually probably pulled this card before in fact i think we have in one of the early tops packs. um finished off his career at minnesota um and he had one of the great drunks and uh, dunks. <laughs> I'm saying that, man. Look, after last night, I'm, I'm, I'm mincing, mixing up my <laughs> words, but. <laughs> words on there, okay. some, one of the great dunks, and like his name just rolls off the tongue, I'm talking about. Minnesota and, and Golden State. Finished <laughs> off at Minnesota, started off at oh, no. Golden State. Number 15. Oh,
0: Spreewell. Yeah. Say, say, I say it, that so for some I
1: say it. it, it say it, say it. Now, you do it better than me. Latrell Spreewell. It is a good
0: one to say. Oh. <laughs> To the letters there. No, that's a pretty solid pack. So, what are we talking? The Kim Lodge one?
1: Latrell Sprewell, Kenny Tim Hardway, Anderson. Kenny yeah, Anderson, Harold Minor, yeah. Luke Longley.
0: Wow, and no like crazy no-names that were like, like I'm having to jump on the basketball. Blue them. Edwards, Victoria.
1: Terry Cummings, a lot of all-stars in this yeah, it's packet. A
0: quality pack, yeah. Hey, those the, tops ones have been good. They pack. have not let us down, have they? they, they? they yeah, yeah. Be better than those NBL Futura ones that we got identical <laughs> packs. Yeah? Exactly, yeah. Nice. Well, that was fun. Well, I'm looking forward for that other sort of um, package towards So, what do you say? Fifteen random sort of packs, is that right? Yep.
1: That on the yep. Way. I told Stewie I'll send him a few, and we're gonna gonna have a, a special pack opening episode in the off season. Looking forward to that. Right. So we'll just we'll just have classic packs for the whole episode. Right. Nice. Yeah. And, and Stewie can open a couple. Right. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right, we'll move on to the outro, Woods. So again, well done. You've made it 45 minutes in. You haven't slurred your words, fallen asleep, done anything else like that. So Thanks, man. You've earned a bit of a nap after this. Well done. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, so look, just wanted to say thanks for everyone for tuning in. As mentioned at the start of the show, please subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you listen to our podcasts. Um, just a reminder where we can be followed, on Twitter, we're at Throwbacks Hoops. Um, remember, it's Throwbacks Hoops. None of this is a... A random account there, Throwback Hoops, that have got about five followers there. So make sure if you're uh, adding anything to or sending us anything, you get Throwbacks Hoops with an S. Um, Instagram is throwback.hoops. And of course, our email address is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. What about your your ones there, Woods?
1: Yeah, so Patreon. um, Just jump on uh, Patreon and search for Throwback Hoops. We've got a few extra um, members recently. So terrific. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, that's it. Yep
0: awesome all right well look it's been really fun doing that obviously it sort of puts the the nbl season to to bed i guess and as i said we'll certainly be keeping everyone updated with sort of various movements around the league and everything yep. in these next coming months but you know we'll certainly still got a lot of nba to focus on there it's just sort of heating up before the conference finals um nbl one will be a focus there look we'll probably bring in a few sort of more sort of fun segments won't we we'll sort of got plans to like you said to do some more classic packs Perhaps do some redrafts for some famous drafts that have sort of been going on in history there. Um, everyone really enjoyed those top sort of five or top ten lists we did for various categories. Um, yep. So, yeah, if you've got any suggestions or any ideas there, reach out to us on, on Twitter or email there. We're happy to consider those. Um, do have a couple of big guests coming up in the yeah. next few weeks. So, haven't got them confirmed yet which order it's going to be, but one of them is a former NBL player who was an absolute gun. Um, and one of them is probably one of the few people we could say out there, Woods, that may have seen more NBL games than we have. Yes. Um, so that's the two <laughs> people there. So look, um, stay tuned for that. We'll be bringing those over the next couple of weeks. But yeah, just wanted to really thank everyone for tuning in. Um, final words for you, Woods.
1: Go Kings! What a what a, what a great moment for for all all the all the lifelong diehard Sydney Kings fans that have been waiting for this moment. So.
0: No, I'm, I'm really pleased for you, Woods, happy for you. And like all jokes aside, I am. Like obviously, you know, I've experienced this quite a lot and it's great to sort of see you go through it now. Enjoy it, mate. For this next season now, you can call you, every time you watch the Kings, you know, you're going to watch the Champs tonight, all those sort of things like that. So you've got another 12 months of sort of saying like that. So all right, on for that sure. note, we'll finish up. So yeah, just wanted to say a big thank you from the Throwback Hoops crew. Uh, peace out. We'll do it all again next week. See you guys.